Hi, Jim. How are you? Oh, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> nice. So here we are, back again. Back again for day three. Day three, episode three. So um, I've listened to... Um, oh, I should put the phones on mute. I've listened to my NFL... Um, I'm sorry, I'm going to get sidetracked already in the intro, but my NFL alerts are going off, which related to our fantasy You're football. You're such league. a big fantasy football uh I'm in the player. playoffs, right? <laughs> you are. I'm in the playoffs with Nick, who's projected to beat me, which is a funny story because he was not participating at all in the league and then at some point Nick and Nathan or uh, Nathan and Christopher were very concerned about the fact that I might do well in the league and so they like started to rally him to participate yeah and somehow nick pulled into third or fourth place there's six of us in the family so yeah he nick was in sixth place all season yeah. long and then he beat me yeah um and knocked me out of the playoffs and then christopher and, and then, then nathan well yeah and those two are still i saw this week they're playing for it looks like first and second so somehow they pulled that off even though they both lost last week but you are facing Nick for third place, and Nick's interest in that is a little bit fascinating, considering he does not watch or have any interest. I in think football. the funny thing is, is that there's a really solid chance that Nick's going to come through and um, win the whole thing now. And uh, Christopher and Nathan are to blame for that, and they're like serious players, like the not, the rest of us were not. Anyways, that was our. <laughs> I just got derailed on the intro that was our intro should we delete that <laughs> i don't know let's let's see what's next you kind of said you had a plan we just got back we went out yeah, to okay. eat yes met a friend so, yeah so i was actually just saying this is episode three and i listened to the first two episodes um and i was just thinking about how i'm there's so much about this that i literally like because we're literally letting this unfold as it occurs in the moment and there's no plan and i'm a planner so it's it's like really challenging to me in a great way but it's also like it's exactly what i need and and we titled this an audio diary so it's just sort of unfolding as it goes which i like um but i was listening to the first episode which literally we did not plan to be an episode we were just recording and then we're like let's post that and <laughs> yeah it was it was terrible in a lot of ways <laughs> And right now, I'm actually, this is funny because it's, it's the third one. We're trying to get a little bit of a rhythm and a groove here. Mm -hmm. And I realized that the way my chair is positioned was as we listened to the last episode after. And we did a couple <coughs> minor, minor cuts, but I'm cocking my head to look at you, and it's very awkward. But if I move my chair, oh it's going to make a ton of noise. You're very self-conscious. First of all, you should not have that chair. doesn't matter if it makes noise. Second of all... Um, I don't. I. Why are you concerned about your position? There's something about being comfortable <laughs> and being able to get in that space that, to me, I'm not in it right now. I feel very uptight. Okay, well and then very, move. Like nobody I'm going cares. To. It's gonna right. creak for a second. That's fine. That's. <laughs> well, nobody's gonna listen, so nobody cares. That's. That's not true. But I was thinking about the first episode and how silly we were. Like literally, I was just saying. Like, I was like telling things that weren't even true, like saying, like, my favorite part of Christmas was this basic white girl, <laughs> the whole thing about Katie and the basic white girl thing, which was just a funny story. It wasn't my favorite thing about Christmas. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. I said how, you know, it was at your parents' house and everybody, well, it wasn't everybody. It was her siblings. That was it that were tearing her apart about basic white girl. So anyways, I just thought I would, like, throw so that out there. Yeah, there's some things that come up that feel a little bit forced mm -hmm. and unnatural. And mm -hmm. so I felt like yesterday when you dragged me in here and we recorded. I dragged you You in did. Here. The first, we'll call it official episode, which was, again, just kind of. Let's remind the listeners that you're your own person who is alert and oriented times three and, you're, and their own decision maker. She literally dragged me up the stairs Anyways, into this room. Sure. Anyways, go ahead. Um, now you made me lose my train of thought on that, but no, the first episode, yeah, after listening to it back, which was really weird to listen to a whole conversation we had back again, 
Um, but yesterday's conversation was actually like a real conversation that we would normally just have with each other and felt very comfortable, but listening to our conversation on Christmas Day where we're unpacking the equipment, plugging it in, and trying to get it to work, mm-hmm. it was a little... Uh, maybe not, not maybe not obnoxious, no, but it yeah, was... Yeah, so you're right, because oddly, the first conversation, which was literally just us totally just fucking around, like just being silly, um, was almost like improv, was actually the least natural. Like, I feel like the second day, like, it was just a very natural conversation between the two of us. Would you, would you agree? I would, and listening back to that was, in a weird way, it was fun. Yeah, we we laughed at ourselves for we, some of the conversation we had, some of the things we talked yeah. about that, you know. And I actually, the part about Katie and the shuttle in the airport. Mm-hmm. The funny thing about it was, you're like, no, you don't fuck with that. Like, you don't joke about yeah. that. Yeah, we laughed so hard about it. Yeah, and it was like, oh, maybe maybe we can get this out. Some of these things that you get out there. They're funny stories. Well, okay. Yes. So I don't want to do too much meta like shit here because I'm like complaining about hate meta. meta stuff. But I will. There's so many things about that. Like I also also was like, oh, I feel like I'm picking on Nick and Nathan. Like, like it just like no, like it wasn't. I wasn't picking. Like I don't like, you know, like they were laughing with you and it felt like I like had this that like. Uh, I don't even know what the word is, but it's like, no. oh, no, not at and all. And of course, like, they, were, of thing, course like, they were laughing because that was the stage I set and that was natural yes, and yes. normal in that situation. Yes. Like, yes. And then I and then I was just thinking a little bit about how, like, we talk about our family in, in this podcast. And it will that will be that won't be entirely natural because we have to respect the privacy of other people. And we will do that. Um you know, on social media, we talk about our kids and we post about our kids. And so, you know, we're going to we're going to continue to be mindful about that. And just naturally, like, and this is change, ever changing, but like, I feel I've like, I can I can say more about my biological children than you can say about your biological children. And there's a whole th- there's a whole nuance that happens around how you speak around about or share about your stepchildren and you can be assessed for that and I and I'm currently at a point where it's like there's no way to manage the assessment of how I speak about my children versus my stepchildren it's a very nuanced complex situation and at the end of the day I'm protecting hearts and I have a I have good, I'm I'm solid in my relationships with with all of the kids right like where they are so like but 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 the, at the but the truth is is like I'm going to speak more freely and openly about Katie and Christopher, and you're going to speak more freely and open open about Nick and Nathan because we have to like protect them and then their other parents and what you know. Oh, there's so much to that. So I just I guess I just wanted to kind of say that maybe that wasn't necessary, but I just kind of had that thought. I was listening to episode two and three and one. Well, you and I talked about that earlier today. <laughs> was the filter that we will apply to those outside of us too mm-hmm. that you know we'll talk about the kids but at the same time there is there's a little bit of a filter around them but mm-hmm. then removing the taking the next step mm-hmm. there's even more of a filter with any specifics around anything that that's not our story to tell or to yes um, assume or anything else yes. about even though we know some truth around that that that's not that's not what this is about no, this is this podcast is about you, and my this is okay. <laughs> this podcast <laughs> is about you. This is a gym. This is the gym podcast, oh, and it's, it's appropriately titled "Not Fam" for so many funny reasons. I'm going to give credit to Nick for that because he, I mean, like he kind of used to say that all the time years ago, like "Not Fam," and I didn't know even know what it meant, and I thought it was cute. And it's also. I don't. It captures it captures the essence of you and this family and so many things. So I, I love still it. Still don't fully get it, but I, that's okay. I don't. It's okay. But um, anyways, this podcast is about you. <laughs> but really, it's about you and me and our relationship. Yeah, I don't know why you keep saying it's and about it's, me. I know that's it's just a funny thing. It's just a shtick. Because you know, I don't want it to be about me. So that's that's where is that where that comes that's from? That's why it's funny because you. Anyways, okay. but yeah, no. Oh no, that's the this denial. Podcast. I actually want this to be about me, but you're catching. Okay, up. good. You're I'm getting you're there. A good All right, student. I'm getting there. But 
It's about us. It's about our adventures and our experiences individually and together. And we're going to be very responsible about how we speak of other people that influence us around us. And we're going to have open conversations with those people about that stuff. Like we wouldn't, we wouldn't, you know, anyways. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I have to say that this might be uh, narcissistic in nature, but we did listen to both our pilot episode that wasn't going to be an episode and our first episode and I said it we we kind of we laughed at ourselves for that we there were some cringeworthy moments in both of those for both of us mm-hmm. but it that in itself was an interesting experiment yeah in this whole process mm-hmm. was listening back we have many conversations where I'm like oh my god I wish I would have recorded that because we are now talking about that conversation two days later and my recollection of the conversation and the events that took place versus yours are very different in how they played out and what that looks like. And especially when we're maybe tensions are a little higher, it's like, God damn it, that's not what you said or that's not what I said in that conversation. And so it was fun to listen to that um, and have that experience about what we both took from that and what we both said in that and how that hearing ourselves in that conversation like oh no i think i was pretty clear on that point you didn't pick up on that point i thought i was clear on it you vice versa Mm -hmm. i think that that's cool and i'm is it yeah that's super cool i (laughs) i just had a thought I had, I have this, like, like, okay, so I always do therapy. I love therapy. I'm, like, a big therapy person. Hold on. Can we take a step back there? Yeah. You love therapy. You do You do therapy. Can you give us a little bit more background on what you mean by that? I love participating in self-discovery. Okay. So, so you meet with a therapist. Yes. You have before. Yeah. You have one now. Yeah. You do it online yeah. weekly at this point in time. Yeah. You listen to a ton of... Can I? Okay, go ahead. Yeah, no, go, no, no. Interview, no past, please, podcaster Jim, keep going with your questions. I'm sorry. I shouldn't. I should allow this. This is great. <laughs> I just want to put on the record, I do therapy is such a generic statement to make, but you yeah. are a therapist yourself. Okay. And... Yep. You also participate in the process. Yes. Not just daily, but like it's your fucking life. Um, it's I'm obsessed. Yeah. yeah. Like podcasts, books, conversations. Being whatever. married to that is difficult at times, but go ahead. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I like, and, and, and you know what? This is going to unfold through time, but. That's why I didn't go into such great te- great detail with the history there because – but thank you for, for pausing and doing that because I just had, like, a great session today, and I was – it was funny because I wasn't expecting this. And so I guess to give a little bit of, a little bit of history, like, I just started seeing this new therapist. Like, when did I start seeing mm-hmm. her? Five six, five, six weeks ago maybe? Today was week nine, I think. Oh, nine? Because I'm keep like, this is wow, the first okay. time I've, like, kept a journal. It's a lot of money. So um, – well, anyways, I've done therapy over the years for different reasons, and I feel like every time I do it, I'm, like, like leveling up. Like, I'm, let's take this to the next level. So I'm really into Carl Jung and right now, and um, I wanted to find a Jungian analyst because I'm, as a therapist, I think it's important as a therapist to go through your own therapy, and I'm really curious about maybe pursuing some of that professionally myself like getting certified as an as a like an analyst so anyways i was like i mean i'm going to start by pursuing my own like analysis and undergoing that however that turns out to be like like with anything there's so many different pathways you can take to get there but I ended up on the path that I am, and I found this person, and it is online, and I'm really enjoying this because it seems to be that this person is interested in the same topics that I'm interested in, but she's, like, further along the path. She has all this knowledge, and so I'm really having a lot of stimulating conversations that I really am getting a lot from right now. So I don't want to go down too deep into that because it's a lot and nobody cares, but... I wasn't expecting to talk to her today about 
the fact that we, you and I just started this the little podcast and like just thinking about how things are aligning for that and like you don't even like realize it. It's like you entertain these ideas and you think, well, I don't know, like it's probably not a good idea or why would I do that or these are the risks or benefits of doing that and you go through the this whole process and then it's like these stepping stones and all of a sudden you find yourself just doing it and then as you're doing it these things are unfolding and I guess as you and I continue to go banter back and forth about why are we even doing this I don't think we need to know right now like I I just feel like this process is unfolding in front of us and that's okay and I and I'm and I'm so like so far it's fun like we'll see where it goes doesn't really matter does it what do you think of course not I have a job and you have a job mm-hmm. and we are not looking to make this our source of income or no. income at all no. and as weird as it is just talking to each other and recording this and going through this process um, I think it's revealed a lot of little things we talked earlier today about that and about well, at what point do you share this with your friends or coworkers or anybody else that's close to you that you're doing this podcast? Share what? The fact the, that, the we, fact that, that we're, we're recording a that podcast. That we're recording we a podcast. Okay. And I said, I don't really care if my family or, you know, those around us were to find out about it. But there's something about we had recorded two episodes so far i call them episodes but two conversations so far Mm -hmm. and you know i find it entertaining and humorous because i know all of the backstory and all of the rest Mm -hmm. of the parts of it so maybe somebody else is going to listen and be like what the fuck are they talking about this is stupid but the idea of sharing it at this point it's like it's way too premature yeah because you know if we if we recorded ourselves 10 times and we listened to it and we're like I can tolerate that. And I don't think we will listen to all of it over time. Yeah. If, you know, if, if, we, if we continue to do yeah. it, it gets it old. But gets at the same old. time, I feel like if we've recorded ourselves having 10 or 12 conversations and somebody stumbles across it or we talk about it, I'm more I – f- I think I'll feel better about being like, yeah, we did this and we recorded it and we put it out there versus now being like, yeah, we've done two of these and somebody listens to it and they're like, okay, not only what's next, but what the hell are these people doing and they have no business doing this? Yeah, it's this funny thing because it's like, why do you, you know, you're, I, I find myself speaking out of both sides of my mouth because it's like, well, I don't care if anyone listens, but if anyone listens, now I care. You know what I mean? Like, I just. Of course. Yeah. So I'm going to fucking bring astrology into all of this unfortunately I think but like oh here we go <laughs> and I'm such a novice I don't know what I'm doing but I am a, I'm I'm I spend a lot of time reading other other um computer generated analysis of my chart analyses of my chart and I see this and I'm learning I did take an online course so I just like like basic understanding of a, of, of a few things but there's this whole idea that we all have like this life purpose and like you I'm going to I'm going to mess this up but my understanding of it is like you you're like your north node blah 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 it's like your life purpose stuff and mine my the interpretations that I'm reading about that are very much centered around two areas which I find really interesting because we actually have already kind of touched on them one is you don't feel safe in the physical world around you. You like to stay on the perimeter. You like to stay in your cozy little spot and you don't want to go out in the world and explore and you have to. And yet that is done through nature. Like you need to go and be with nature and do things, grow a garden, like whatever. And then you also need to like treat your body the same way you would treat a garden, like just like that kind of stuff. And then the other piece is like, apparently I have this like creative, um, need that I have a lot of things to say and I, I have all these ideas and I want to concretize them I'm going to say that is that a word 
concretize. And I want to more concrete. And I want to put them out there and I want to share them with the world. And there's this idea that like I live life in extremes and I've had all these experiences and I've learned from them. And then I need to go and I need to go tell everybody else about them. And I, I also at the same time am terrified to do that because I don't like rejection. So every time my mouth opens, I feel rejected. And every time I want to go explore in the world, I feel scared. So there's just like, and that's with every, like we all have like, you know, this whole philosophy is around this idea of like, we're all dealing with like these dichotomies and like these binaries and these paradoxes. And like, it's just sort of learning to explore within those realms. So that's my point is like, I don't know what I'm doing here, but I also feel like I just, that's, I'm just talking. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I will delete that. No, we're, no, we're not going to delete anything. <laughs> I, I was laughing because you said that's my point. And after listening oh, to the yes. last episode, oh my God, <laughs> your that's my point. And I think I said, I don't remember what it was, I guess, or something like that. Like, I think I got like over. I and over said again. that's my point so many times. We both and but can I just mm-hmm. the interesting thing about what you just said is sharing this stuff but being nervous to share it. You externalize all of that. You say it. We talked last night in the couch. You were self conscious about certain things, and I'm like, "Will you shut the fuck up and get over it?" We recorded it. We put it out there. Could you take your own advice? Yeah, no, what I, my point of that was you externalize my, that's my point. <laughs> you externalize all of that and you say it, I internalize it, and in my head I question certain things. I don't even think about bouncing that off somebody else and saying that out loud. It's just something like I question it, I go through it, I'm like, it's fine, whatever, move it's on. It's fine, whatever. So it's fine. I say that's my point, you say it's fine, whatever. I say that's my point. Right. It's just the way we, we're both having the same conversations with ourselves. You are sharing that conversation, which is why I think for you this doing this and feeling like you have something to share, how we approach this differently because mm-hmm. y- you do want to say it and you yeah. want to get it out there yeah. and you want to talk through it and you want to have the conversation around it. And I'm like, no, I'll just process that in my head. And fuck it, I'm not worried about it. But doesn't mean I'm not worried about it. It just means I'm not putting it out there and mm-hmm. having the conversation Well, because that's it. not your North Node stuff. That's my North Node right. stuff. And we're going to get into your North Node stuff. No, we're not. Um, but the whole thing that you said about well, that we just went off on a little sidetrack there is that we were joking about how, like, how many times I say, that's my point, that's the point. Like, and then you, I want to hear, I guess I want to hear more about what you're, like, things are that you keep repeating but I just people are so revealing in the things that they say like you'll you'll start you'll listen to people and you'll see these patterns I'm sorry hear these patterns and they'll repeat certain things so it's been vast fascinating for me to start to I don't ever really get to listen to myself talk so I notice a theme there so it's like I again that that sort of correlates I have a point I have something to say I have something to prove I need to tell you people these things like it doesn't matter like this is the thing with astrology it's not I'm not saying that I'm any special I'm not saying anything around in that regard what I'm saying is my energy is is wanting to do that. Like that's coming out of me. That's what I, there's a lot of people that want to do that. And I'm one of them. What's your North Node say? Do you remember? I don't know about my North Node, but my, my, what I was going to add to that was what I think I tend to do in this is say, I guess, I think, yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. As in, I'm not going to make anything concrete. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that's a possibility yes. without committing to yes. that is the definitive answer yes. because I don't think I have the answers to mm-hmm. a lot of things. So, You but don't like I, to commit. I don't. Not in that way. There's certain things that I will commit to in the well, tangible oh, what space. What do you like to commit to? In the tangible space, I will research the hell out of something. If we're doing a project, mm-hmm. I will do all the research, put all the time in and be like, this is the right answer. Mm-hmm. I might still question it a little bit, but I feel confident that I have done all that. You can't do that with emotions. You can't do that with, you know, the internal things that go on. The softer science for the you. The softer science, right. Like you don't like that. No, I can, I can, you know, scientifically speaking, maybe not scientifically speaking, but 
if we're doing a project around the house, I can make a decision. This is the material we're going to use. This is how I'm going to build this. This is how it's going to work. I know this will work and I can, I can do this. It doesn't, for me, it doesn't work in this space the same way. Well, you know, and that's so, that's interesting to me too, as you just said that, because that we'll have to talk a lot of, we'll have to talk more about the um, Myers-Briggs personality thing, but you are somebody that is in the moment open to experience and open to unknown, and I am not. Yet you are describing a situation to me where you are like, well, I don't want to commit to that because there's too many unknowns. But I guess maybe the polarity there is like you're also kind of comfortable with that. Like you're like, there's a lot of unknowns there. Let's just see what happens potentially. Um, Yeah, because I don't think it's – fair is maybe not the word, but – there's certain things that you were like, I saw this play out. I recognize this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but did you? Mm-hmm. Because I yes. can't say for certain what the other person was yeah. thinking, what might have gone on, because mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. And so I go, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe that happened, yeah. but maybe you were reading into a situation. Which could happen. But we'll talk more about that later because that's actually a trait of an INFJ. And again, my astrology chart says I can read people like a book and I'm pretty accurate. However, pretty accurate. Pretty accurate. Of course, there's no absolutes. However, um, I will say that the funny thing about that is so the, those, uh, that pers- those personality characteristics play out in our relationship and our interactions with each other. And then, you know, there's been, there's been times where there's been conflict with people around us. And, I think that I get blamed for a lot of it, right or wrong. Maybe I deserve to be blamed for a lot of it. But I think it's funny because, like, you might get to a point where you confront somebody or a situation and I get blamed for it. And every time you've actually lost your shit on somebody, I've been blamed for it. And I think it's funny because... What these people don't know is that, like, I've been like, don't do that. Don't say that. What are you doing? Like, I've, like, tried to reel you in. And nobody will ever know that. And that's fine. But it's, well, now they will. But it's, like, it's cute. You know, yeah, I mean, because it's not, I operate it's in a space where it's, it's I'm going to go along with it. I'm going to go along with it. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to look the other way. I'm going to say that wasn't your intention. I'm going to do all of that until, fuck you. No. Stop doing this to us. I see it. There's no question about it. I can't ignore it. And it's there. But because you're more direct in general and you don't let things get to that point, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part in the way you handle yourself, you're like, eh, I see this. I'm not I'm not going there. So that maybe makes you a little standoffish or people look at you and it's like, no, but you just you just did this thing to somebody just did this thing to you. And so you're going to be like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Where yeah. I'll be like, it's fine. You did it once. It's fine. There's your. It's There's fine. fine. It's you fine. did it twice. It's fine. Uh, the third time, no, I see it. It's now intentional. I know it's intentional. I should have known the first time, but then the, the you know, the fourth time, fifth time, it's like, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. So Which then is you're funny right. because I'm usually like, I'm jumping like right there. I'm like, this is the point. You know, <laughs> there's my word. Like this is the thing, and. You're like, I'm not convinced yet. And I and then like you and I might fight about it for a while. And then I get I get to the point where I'm like, fuck this, I'm out of here. Like and you are like still needing more convincing. And then and and we might both be wrong about a situation. I'll I'll give other people credit for that. hundred percent. But I'm just saying like how our dynamic plays out where I'm just like, whatever you, Jim, you can let this, you can let, you can lay in this bed and let this play out for you. Like, and then you'll lose your shit. And then it's just, I just, I get blamed for it. And you know what? I think it's, it's been nice because you've also been like, you know what? If other people blame you, fuck, like, fuck it. Like who cares then at this point? Like, that's not on you. That's not on me. It is what it is. And I, I do agree with that. Yeah, but I really struggle to go to the place where you're at where I envy that about you sometimes. There's there's sometimes where I'm like, no, no, don't don't go there. Don't go there. But there's other times where I'm like, yeah, you stood up for yourself and you weren't going to – you don't have to give somebody the benefit of the doubt every time. Which you do. Which I do. Yes. Always. To, to a fault. To a fault. And I get taken advantage of over and over and over. You do. And then it's like, and sometimes it's like, 
I I know it's happening. I'm okay with it. Like it doesn't bother me. Yeah, the you same are. way it bothers you. It's I like agree. You oh, are okay, I, with okay it. I'm 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 being taken advantage of, but I can I can deal with that. But yeah. you're right. When there's no reciprocation on the other side, it hurts ten times more, I guess, because oh, you get to a point where now you're like, Okay, I'm not even getting reciprocation. Yeah, I think we've had we've had some friends that we don't associate with much anymore because it's like I do I feel like I no no it's fine it's fine I, it's fine mm-hmm. I gave them the benefit <laughs> of the doubt I know it's it's such people a, always reveal themselves over time I love you know my my Angela always says people tell you who they are the first time you meet them believe them and it it's so it's so true and you know what some people just need things to play themselves out I had a good friend when I was going through a bit of a situation almost 10 years ago now and she saw the writing on the wall and she said to me, I knew, but you know what? Sometimes shit just has to play itself out. And I was like, agree. Like, I probably knew it too, but I needed to let it play itself out. So the funny thing in that, I don't have a lot of regrets around that. In the way I've handled those situations over time, those friendships, mm-hmm. I can look back and be like, we had some good times. And I know that, you know, those people enjoyed our company. We enjoyed their company. Mm-hmm. And I don't look back and go, I wish I didn't put myself out there and have that relationship and engage good. in that. Very good. good because I feel like at that time, that's where I was and that's where I needed or wanted to be. Of course. I say all the time, like, your vulnerability is not the problem. It's the person's reaction to it that's the problem. Yeah. So so I, I can look back and be like, I, I think that it'd be very easy to look back and hate those people or label them, see them differently. And I just look back and I'm like, no, we, we had a, we had our thing. It was, it was, you know, we enjoyed it for the time being. Um, I wouldn't be who I was today if that didn't happen, Mm -hmm. you know, and here we are. And it's like, okay, I feel better about myself in certain ways because of that. Does that make sense? I don't know. If that it makes, makes sense. perfect sense, but in it, but it, it is an evolution. Like I think people try to skip. Like you probably did have a period of like hate and anger, yeah, and like for sure you should. Like you can't skip it. Like you, but you have to grow. But you do ideally grow beyond that. But like that's part of the process of like there's hate, anger, like all the things, and then you just and then you up you up level such a cheesy thing but you do you up level and you're that's what forgiveness is it's like level i'm up. also up level level, level up. up come on okay. up level nobody says i've up heard up. it both Maybe. ways but i think yours is better you're right um but that's what like you know forgiveness is about it's not about like yeah no i'm not i'm also not going to be friends with you again like and not as things are yeah but there's got to there you know there would have to be an evolution on the other person's end too but like i'm not impacted by i don't even want you that that friendship right now because that's the point you get to is i feel like you said it before chasing i feel like what did i do wrong okay i want to fix what i did wrong i don't i want to make this work so what did i do wrong and then you get to a point where like i didn't do anything wrong yeah and so no. Yeah. Like I'm gonna move on at this point and move up. Yeah. And at some, if you want to come back down the road and be like, yeah, I was a shitty friend at that point, and I was dealing with my own stuff, or I treated you poorly, I would absolutely love to be friends with some of those people again. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, no. Yeah. Well, I feel like yeah, that chasing thing was a big thing for me this year, where it was like. Well, again, another fallout of, I think, like the 2020 um, pandemic, it's just like the, the, so many, the things that got highlighted, but it was like, why would I chase any relationship? Like, if you want to heal with me, I will heal with you. Like I, that's, and that's the other thing is like, I put it out there like, Hey, I want to heal with you. I'm 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 reaching. Let's heal. Whether it was before 2020, during 2020, after 2020, I do feel like I've always been the pursuer of like let's heal. And if that person doesn't want to do that, and when they've decided that for whatever reason, like they don't think that I'm, you know, approachable, whatever it is, it, I've I've done what I can do to heal those relationships. If they don't want to, fine. The, the interesting thing about that is the chasing piece of that is not. It's not natural, 
and it's not who you are. Yeah, I'm a spacer. So, yeah, but when you're in that state, it's not who you are as a person. And so when you're yeah. when you're chasing, you're not being your authentic self. So yes. it's like I can't even be the friend that maybe I should be in this situation. So I'm not going to put all the blame on somebody else for that because if I'm chasing and then kissing ass, doing whatever else to be like, well, I want to hang out with you and it, you know, you're it's almost like you're talking them into something else and it's like that's not all on them either yeah but at the same time it's I mean, yeah. you're not being yourself in that no experience either no. in that you no. know that place is well, you not... just feel like you're over like i mean just even like with family in the pandemic it's like i feel like i'm over accommodating well i'll do this this and that to hang out you like, feel like you're always and compromising they're like, well, or sacrificing. i'm not gonna do that on at my house right. what the fuck does doing that at your house have anything to do with any of this but then you that's where it's like you go through this evolution where it's like okay I, I can't even reason with you anymore like i'm just done it doesn't matter if you're curious about healing this you'll you'll move forward and, and there will be movement there but like until then it is what it it is what it is um we talk about the compromise and when it feels like you are always the one compromising and everyone else is just living their life yeah it makes you jealous in a way to be like why the fuck Am I not just living my life yes. and being like, this is who I am, deal and with it or don't. And then you realize you can. And then you yes. realize you can. You're like, what? Why didn't I? I was just talking to one of the kids about that the other day. They were complaining about having, I'm, I, I don't want to, I'm not going to reveal the details of this because it would give away too much. It's not my information to share and it doesn't matter. But they were complaining about somebody asking for something. And I was like, well, at some point I'm going to, I'm going to hold you accountable. Like you could say no. And they were like, I know, but like, and they're giving all, I'm like, I don't, you know, I'm curious. <laughs> I don't need to hear all of your excuses. I said, but think about this. The person that is asking you of this, how often do they tell you no? All the time. Exactly. They have no problem saying no to people. You also can say no to people. You can certainly say no to them. Like, why are, why are you doing this to yourself? And, if you decide you want to do it to yourself, go ahead and do it. But just please know what's happening right now. Like you have an active role in this too. Yeah, whether you give in or you say no, you take ownership of that. And it should feel good regardless of what that is, doing it for yourself. Yeah. You know, and they're hey, teenagers you know and this what? is like right. higher level stuff. And But I, you know what? I can just plant the seeds and have the conversations. Maybe one day it will click. But... I didn't expect them to be like, you're right. I am going to say no. Like, that's not going to happen. But, like, also, like, you, you like step up, have some awareness. I'm all about awareness. But I feel like we're almost in a weird way, I guess, the way I grew up maybe. You're. It's like you're trained not to say no. You're trained to not please. Not the way I grew up. You're, right. I mean, that's it's very different, <laughs> but it's like – I want to make everybody feel good. I want to make everybody feel like they be belong, which is a good thing. Well, Always I, in every situation. The thing is, is that I want that too. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying the whole boundary issue w was never about my boundaries. And just recently I've learned more about that. I'm like, oh, no, I can say no because I can do what's best for me in this situation. And it's not always about the other person. As much as when it's necessary – of course, that's a different situation. But there's plenty of times where it's just, hey, can you help with this? Can you help with this? Can you do this? For? And it's mm -hmm. like, you know what? You have the resources to have somebody else help you and do that for you. I have my own – I have a lot of shit going on. Yeah. So I can say no to that and I shouldn't feel guilty about that because you're asking me because I'm an easy yes. Yeah. You are, I think, we, again, you and I are such an interesting pairing, and I've learned so much from this relationship because we're literally this yin and yang, and our inner struggles and external struggles are in complete contrast to one another. We're like, you're very much like, spread yourself too thin. I don't spread myself at all. Like, you know, it's we even joke, like, even on the golf course, like, getting, um, grabbing the... It's bullshit. No. Let's just... Let's just grab, call it what it I don't is. even use the right language here, but grabbing the ball out of the, 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 the hole. The hole. Like, I grab my own and I walk away. I never, <laughs> ever occurs to me that I could grab other people's balls. And you are like grabbing it. Like, it's just an instinct. And you we empty laugh. Empty the cup, of course. We totally laugh about that. And I think it's funny because I, it is very family oriented because, like, even like I think it was like a year ago, like we were hanging, my brothers were home or whatever. And, um, 
I, my brother, I don't remember what happened, but it was like, we had, we ended up having this conversation and all the in-laws were like, yeah, they get up and they just go get their own drink and they don't offer anybody else. They just take, they just come back and take care of themselves. I was just thinking about that exact And we were all laughing because we're like, I was actually thinking like, I'm taking care of myself. I'm not going to be a burden. I'm going to go and I'm going to do this. Like also leave me alone. Like just let me, like I'm just doing it. I'm not asking somebody else to do it for me. So yes. I am already yes. at that place. So that became a joke for the rest of the night. I mean, every time one of my brothers got up, they're like, does anybody need anything? Does anybody need anything? And it just, but it was funny because we don't do that in my family. Which It worked in our family. Like every family kind of establishes a homeostasis, you know? But I think that, that that is the challenge is when you try to blend those two worlds together because you naturally don't do that. So when you don't do it, it's seen by uh, my family who is always, what can I get everybody? Let me take care of this. I'm the ho- whatever the case. And it's, it's, the well, you inter- don't, okay, you so don't let me know stop. that it's seen that way by your family. You're just drawing an example. Yeah, I don't, again, I want to be I'm, careful about like okay, making this. No, no, no. I'm totally giving an example here. And it's, the interesting thing is when we show up to an event with my family, we all, you know, what can I bring? What can we yeah, do? Yeah, it's potluck all, central. Yeah. We do with not. Your family, we've, I've like, never done a potluck in yeah, my family. Yeah, your family is like, I'm hosting. Whoever's hosting is just, the host. I'm taking care of all the shit. Mm-hmm. You just show up and enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. It's a very different thing. And my family is like, okay, okay, what can I do? And by I, the way, we don't help with dishes I, or anything. Right. What can I get everybody? <laughs> what, what can we do? So those two are in we're polar opposites in that mm-hmm. way. And so since we're not in the middle, it it comes across, I think, on both sides as being kind of fucked up and weird. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, I don't know. We'd have to ask them, but... Well, does... I think to each of us, Yeah. even with between yes. us, we feel that a little bit. Yeah, probably. I'm like, why, why the I hell would you, you do like, that? I coming to my family and being like, what, what are we going to bring? What are... I'm like, nothing. My mom's cooking everything. Right. My dad does the dishes. I've offered around, to help do dishes, around, and I know your dad. It's your dad's thing, and like and we pick on each other. That's what we do, right? And your dad does the dishes, <laughs> and I feel like, what can I do to help? We we for Christmas we went over there, and it's like, what can I do to help? Do you want me to cut the turkey? No. And your mom's like, I know you don't really want to do that. And I'm like, no, but I will. And it's like, then she kind of like, I was like, all right, I'm just gonna go sit down because I don't really want to. She do that. probably just wants to. I mean, it's, it be, it creates this whole thing where it's just like, let's just not like deal yeah. with each other's nervous systems and like yeah. everybody just take care of themselves. I think I don't know, but it's just like even with like. There's a lot of gift card exchanges in my family, which is like, it wasn't always like that. It's gotten that, like that through the years. And it's just, it makes everybody happy. <laughs> it's easy. Like, let's just not like overburden each other with, there's already enough going on. Let's just come over, eat, hang out, talk again, pick on each other, laugh. Like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. And I, and there's, I'm not saying one way is better over the other. I've just no, noticing I still... the differences. I still try to adjust to that because I still feel like, oh, we're, your dad's going to cook something on the grill. And in in that case... Okay, my dad does not cook on the grill. We're, what? So interestingly... <laughs> Are enough, you thinking of a, the wrong way? No, when he, he, got a, <laughs> he got a new grill. So he did, I know. he's done that a couple of times, but your brother... I know, but he's not like in. a griller. He's like, God, I got to go out here. No, that's what like... I mean. That's the only time like your brother <laughs> will step in and it's like, oh, I'll help with this because he clearly doesn't really want to do that yeah, because it's not his thing. That. Yeah. Right. I just think it's I always feel a little bit awkward in that in that space being like I'm not just helping. I'm just supposed to sit here and not do anything yeah. like okay. The funny thing is is that they would be annoyed if you helped. Like I, I again, I guess I'd have to ask them, but I think that's just like the unstated thing in our in that family is like don't help me because I have my way of doing it. So please don't interrupt that. And I think that's how I feel about my relationship with you. It's like why please no don't don't do that for me i mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i know that's a really bad I example know. that's not a good say. example anyway okay. <laughs> but when we have if we have like my family over for an event like thanksgiving or something they come over and i honestly trying to prepare everything and get it out and ready to go mm-hmm. yeah fucking help what can i do i don't know see what's missing, put some silverware out, put some plates out, like whatever the case is, I feel, have no problem with well, that because I feel overwhelmed Well, when your family comes together, that. like, well, because we host one holiday a year. Yeah. So it's like 
not they aren't just coming over and helping. They're coming over and they're bringing dishes and they're finishing them here. They're they're preparing some of them here. It's a whole community event. That's true too. It is. It, it, it I there is a difference it's there. It's so different. There is a difference there, but I get overwhelmed in that environment where there's all of these, a ton of people here. I can do it. I can make it work, but there's a ton of people. I don't do well in that. I'm grilling. I'm doing whatever else. And it's like, God, if anybody offers to help me, absolutely, please step in and take some of that load off so we can do this together and make it better. Yeah, I hate it. That's about the only situation, though, that I actually feel that way because... If I'm doing a, again, I go back to doing a project around here, doing a, I'm putting a patio and doing something else. If somebody said, hey, I can come over and help you with that, I'd be like, nope, I'm good. Okay, that's interesting. And when I say I hate that, I just mean I hate the fact that, like, again, if I'm doing something, it's like, if I'm already, I'm already, this is just an, an energy thing, managing energy thing. Like, this has nothing to do with people or relationships. If I am doing a task, I'm already stressed doing the task. And if now I feel like this other person is coming in and wanting to help, then now I have to manage my nervous system and their nervous system and the task. I know that this is not rooted in logic, but I think that's like my default that I go to. So it's like, I'll just take care of it. Don't worry about it. It's all good. Leave me alone. (laughs) It's like that introversion part that comes up, I think, for me, where I'm like introverted, where it's like, I'd rather just, you know, be by myself right now. <laughs> so I guess I guess my question to you is because that's I guess that's what I'm saying is thinking about that right now. In that situation, let's say my family comes over, we're doing Thanksgiving, there's all these dishes to prepare and put out and, you know, there's 15 people, whatever the number is of people coming over depending on who all shows up. That's not my I don't want to say not my comfort space, but that's an area where I'm like, yes, I'll take your help and do what you think is right. If I'm doing something else, though, Hmm. I want it done my way. Mm -hmm. And I'm very much like, I don't want anybody to help me. It might take me longer. Yeah. I might get frustrated, but I need to work through this in my head. And and if I'm whatever, I'm building something, doing something else. If somebody else steps in, I am going to be worrying about exactly what you're talking about, managing yeah. what they're doing, what yeah. they're thinking, okay. how it's going, and correcting them, being able to speak up and say something if they're doing it wrong. Whereas... I guess so. I, I, what I would well, ask I you is, in what situation? I'll for help. Like if I walk into somebody's house, I don't offer help either because I guess I'm thinking like I'm going to disrupt their nervous system and their flow. So I guess my question is. So I'm doing them is, a favor <laughs> by not engaging with in them. In what situation <laughs> and myself. do you feel, is there a situation where you feel like, no, I want to do that versus I don't. I want the help. I don't want the help. What for you, what are those different types of situations where you might want the help versus you don't want the help? That's a really good question. I might have to think about that a little more. What comes off the top of my head is um, that's where I think you get frustrated with me because you feel like there's a lot that I depend on you for. And I feel like before I met you, I was, I don't know, maybe my ex-husband would disagree, but I feel like I was pretty self-sufficient. If anything, I might have been an alpha in a lot of ways. And then... You're definitely an alpha in a lot of ways. But I had, I mean, as far as like running the household. Mm -hmm. And, but like I, I'm like a simple girl and I like a simple life because I don't want too much to manage because I know that I'll get overwhelmed. And then I met you and you're like, you know, I'm an INFJ and you're a, you're a, I think you are an ESTP, sometimes an ISTP. So you're kind of in the middle on the introversion, extroversion, Mm -hmm. um, that, uh, dichotomy, but either way, the P is that's, it's just, I mean, it's just a person that just is more open to experience and a J is tends to be a little more closed. Like this is the way it's gotta be. That's my understanding of it. So, my point is is that you're okay having a lot of um, unread emails. You're okay having a lot of open windows on your computer. You're okay having a lot of open projects in life. You're okay having I mean there's just there there the amount of un of opened things <laughs> and unresolved things that I stepped into when I met you was overwhelming to me. There's just like Oh yeah, I have this account and this account and this account and this account. And I do this and I do this and I do that. And I was like, 
what? Like, I just, I don't know how to put this into words and I don't know how to explain this, but like you just had so much going on that you were juggling in the air all the time. And it's fucking stressful. Okay, but you choose it. And right. so this is Absolutely. my point. I streamline <laughs> everything. And I'm like, I'm not dealing with that. I'm not, like, I don't, yeah. just even with technology, I mean, it's just these stupid things. You're like, oh my God, this happened, this happened. I'm like, nope, that's too much to manage. I'm not even going to like go down that hole. I've got, keep it simple. So um, I feel like when I met you, it was like, okay, you're taking over all of that. Like you have all of that under control. So that's okay. But then as time has gone on, I flipped the fuck out on you multiple times. I'm like, we need a will. We need, I don't need, like if you drop dead tomorrow, I don't even know how to pay the gas bill. Like you have like all that, you have this whole system that is crazy to me and I don't know anything about it. And even though, you know, I feel like every six months it's like, okay, send me all the passwords, send me all the usernames, like all these things, like it's pathetic because previously to you, I was in charge of all of that. And so I think you get frustrated with me because you feel like I'm really helpless in that situation. Um, I just went off on a tangent and yeah. realizing your original question was how, how, what was that? It was. No, it's, it, it's fine. It's when do you feel like you're okay jumping in and helping versus being like that's I don't not feel my yes and that's is there I, a situation where it's I like I don't yeah. feel okay jumping in and helping when there's too much chaos and confusion going on and like I am a foreigner to that world like I, I to me it's like I'm just it, it's going to take more time to educate me about what's going on than it is than then you will reap the benefits so, of me helping you I've I've had this experience in the last couple of weeks at work with a situation where we are working on building a website um, and there are three of us involved in putting this together and I was like, yeah, we can do this. So the way I do it is I'm basically mocking up, I'm not doing the actual programming or building the website itself, I'm doing mock-ups of what the pages should look like and all of it's realizing this all of it's in my head this is the home page okay within this home page everything is in your I, and that's, fucking okay head, i'm getting there bro there's this link to this page my okay god so this makes sense this makes <laughs> sense so one of the one of the people involved in this project said the other day he's like you know i think i'm going to do an outline for this with the pages and the links and stuff i think that will be helpful and i said you're 100% right. That would be helpful because I right now in my head, and I know at the end of the day, everything's going to tie out and the links are going to be where I... Tie out or connect? Connect. <laughs> Everything will connect page to page. It'll make sense. It'll follow a flow where, okay, if you're on this page, there'll be links to this page and this page. But I haven't fucking planned any of it out or put it out there where Anybody else on the outside would understand yeah. where I'm going with it. Oh, my God. This makes me feel so yeah. validated. And so I'm like, I all of a sudden I was like, I feel bad because to me it's like, yeah. And he's like, dude, you're like, you're building these pages. Like, and I think he was feeling bad. Like, he hasn't been building. And I'm like, I felt oh bad because it's like. Oh, my gosh. I should talk to this person. We need to have right. a group therapy session because you do. You make me, you make us feel bad. And I think that was, and I, and I realized <laughs> this. I'm like, I'm doing everything I can not to make this person feel like. They're not adequate or doing it because they're doing a fucking fantastic job. But I put keep too much in my head and I'm not organized enough to put it down so or take the time to do it. And I recognize the the parallels to our relationship in general with, oh, you don't. To me, it, it, it's right there. It's fucking common sense. It makes <laughs> sense. It doesn't make sense to anybody no. else because it's just floating around in my head. And, yeah. and, and trust me, at the end of the day, it's going to work out just fine. But uh, it's just, just fine. Just it's going to be just it's fine. Gonna be, it's going to okay. work out just fine. Everything's okay. But I, I recognize that I just – I'm not – that's not my personality. And I no. this I love this person because – I feel they, like it's an ADHD they thing. Bring this, they bring this skill set that I don't have. I've never had it. And I can float between projects and do these different things, yeah. but 
the organization, yeah. the organizational side of it, I don't have in that way. That's, that's when like, we work together. It's not pretty. Oh, it's not pretty. <laughs> I get so irrit. I get so pissed at you, and you don't get. I mean, you're not an angry person. So you're I mean, just fucking useless when we work together. I am not <laughs> useless <laughs> together. I could be useful, but you're so disorganized. And, and I try I to explain, all explain my a time plan to you, bitching and you don't at you understand for what being I'm disorganized. Like even cooking, right. I'm like, why did you just throw everything on the countertop? Like me, I'm like, get an item out, put the item away, get the item out, put it. And and and, the, and I'm not even like a, like a fanatically clean person. And I've like gotten, that's the thing. I've gotten pretty good with you. <laughs> of I pull all the ingredients out when I get done using one, I put it away. I get done using one, I put it away. But I start out with them all out because it's except it's, that you're fearing for your life and you're walking on oh eggshells in the process. One hundred percent. The other Absolutely. day, like, do you remember when you walked in and you were like, "I'm going to do the dishes," and I'm like, "Please don't do the dishes," because when you do the dishes, it just stresses me out. Because and sure enough, I walked in and I'm like, "How is?" How did the kitchen get messier when after you did the dishes than it was before you did because the dishes? Because I have to pull the stuff because out of the gym. sink to be able to because wash stuff gym. in the sink. It doesn't happen for me. It doesn't happen to me. Mm -hmm. That's the thing about our household is that I can't stand anything laying around. Um, and, I get, and that's not entirely consistent. But in general, I don't like things laying around or out hanging out my junk drawers are a mess my closets are a mess but my sink is a mess like throw all the dirty dishes in the sink i don't care they can sit there for three days they're not on Which the countertops drives me crazy but there's nothing out and if it were up to me it'd be probably all over the countertops but the sink exactly. would be fucking clean exactly but it's not because then you have water splashes okay. on the tile anyway, and you have food stupid. sprays thing, and it's just gross so it's i totally disagree anyway <laughs> We have this, I mean, we're going on too long, but I feel like we have this thing where you're like, I'm not going to put anything in the junk drawer because I have plans to organize the junk drawer. And I'm like, Jim, you're never going to organize the junk drawer. Please throw everything in the junk drawer so our countertops look clean. And that is our life together. It is our life together. I have, and I think that's one thing that you don't give me credit for is I've let a lot of that stuff go where you're like, just throw it in there. I'm like, okay, I'm going to, it's hard for me when I open the drawer and it won't open all the way. And I have to sit there and move shit so around. So you'd rather see open. shit laying all over the countertops? No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is our differences in how that works. When you say, what have you done? Mm -hmm. Like, what do you let go of? What do you do? There are certain things I wouldn't have it any better overall. There's no question in my mind. I would have it worse overall than I, you have. I it. just remember like meeting you. Like you'd be like you'd have like a like a, this thing like probably the garage because the garage is like your space, and Which I don't go terrible. in there, so I don't oh, I don't see what happens. But every once in a while I go in there, and I have a meltdown. Sometimes I threaten to throw all your things away if they don't get cleaned up in an hour, like I would do to the kids. Everything's off the floor. It's in the trash by six o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> and then I shove stuff in drawers, which I hate doing because I want the drawers to be somewhat organized. But they but never are. I know. that That's what I'm saying. That There is no – you're right, 100%. Absolutely. I just can't – it's always just been such – so fascinating to me how you can make a mess out of something so quickly. Like you will organize something. Like you used to – I remember you had this golf cart and you used to like – it would be totally cleaned off. This is when we were dating and it was like everything was clean and organized. I'd come over – 48, 48 <laughs> hours later and there's an explosion of shit on your treadmill like like it's been hasn't been I mean not your treadmill same idea your golf cart like it hasn't been touched in six months I'm like how did that happen like I've talked to him all the time I see him all the time how did he even have time to make this mess I don't understand I pulled the back seat down and <laughs> it was like a you know three by three platform table to put shit on that was someplace else that it I needed just, to get it to. It just amazes me. It's, I know that it bothers me. All that me to say, me. I've never been in a relationship with somebody like you until I met you. And it's been, um, it's been a, it's been a, it's been good. It's been a wake up call. I feel the same way because <laughs> I think that I love having things clean and organized orderly. I love not having the clutter all over the place, honestly. That bothers me. It stresses me out. I just deal with it. I don't like, again, I don't externalize it. It's all internal. And I just, it bothers me. But I'm like, it's overwhelming to me to try to figure out where all that stuff needs to go. So I have to. Yeah. Like even schedules, like 
you know, like we should probably have three meals a day. We should probably, you know, send the kids to bed yeah. by a certain time. They should wake up at a certain time. There should be a routine. I'm that like, was a big adjustment I'll when I deal. met you. I'm like, it's 9 p.m. and you haven't fed your children yet. I, Shh, it's been it's been busy. I know that there what? <laughs> yeah, I'm like one hour at a time, a lot of time, which is terrible. I know I got lost in a project. What? <laughs> what? It would like it would like. Make okay. Me anyway, angry. we're coming up on an hour now. So we are. I thought it said. Okay. Well. Okay, Jim, you called it. We're done. That's a wrap. I love you. Uh, that was a great exit. Love you too. Bye.